Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast five stars, all of that good stuff. Uh, Today we're talking about All-American Homecoming, episode 211. 211, I can tell. Uh, And I got Noko on the pod. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, So yeah, hope that you enjoy it. Here it is. Um, let me say this. Number one, I was reeling from the death of Billy Baker mm. when, uh, when I was watching this episode. <laughs> mm. So you have... <laughs> Hold up, what? <laughs> I I love that this is your really authentic reaction because you did not know. We talked yeah. about it before. I'm not spoiling to spoil. Yeah. But yes, have... Billy Baker died. No, he didn't. You're like, I'm it's... not joking. There's no way. Like I'm he's ha- not he's kidding. Like, <laughs> he's like 75 percent of the show. I feel like he died. I need to know nights. how you're All lying. American. Like I'll... and so I was laughing because so I laugh when. I get anxious. I'm mad. Don't like, be too. Laugh- laughing is like my go-to. Hence why it took me a minute to actually <laughs> then respond. <laughs> I was laughing all of my podcasts that I recorded yesterday. You're um, not serious. I'm very serious. I'm very serious. But we'll talk. We'll talk more about it. When we yeah, we'll have to talk, talk about, about that. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I'm so shocked. Okay, I, it was crazy. But to that point, I had to wait. I, I watched Homecoming yesterday and I actually took a good deal of it in, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I had to re I usually do re- rewatch it anyway before recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely had to rewatch it again. Uh, <laughs> definitely had to rewatch it again wow. uh, today after that, after that uh, yesterday. So anyway, Homecoming, Homecoming, what were your overall thoughts on the episode? Well, so my overall thoughts was what kind of episode the day before Valentine's Day? Oh my gosh, that too. That's what I'm saying. Look, people were upset because they were just like, not you killing Billy and then giving us this homecoming episode right after after all in the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, the writers just- like, where's the love? Where, like, I just, so that was like my first um, overall in- like thought process. The ending just like pissed me off. I was just like, oh, okay, same. are we doing this again? Like, why are we back? I feel like at season one. But overall, I mean, it kept me engaged because, you know, mm-hmm. I really want to know about what's going on with this whole Simone and Damon thing. Uh, yeah, so that's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get you. And here's the funny thing is that, like, we're, we're friends uh, offline. We're friends outside yeah. of All-American. So... It was so funny because you had just asked me my thoughts. And <laughs> no, you were like, what do you think of Simone and Lando? And like, da 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 da. And I was just like, look, they're going to come back to her and Damon. Yes. And I feel like it's going to be soon. And then, bam, the next episode. <laughs> I was like, so listen, like, I literally was like, did I speak this up? Like, I really you did. I did not speak this up. You did. You did. Oh, it's been um, so. <sighs> But if you could rate it out of 10, what, what rating would you give it? I feel like <laughs> I would wait for yours and I'll say mine. Uh, a lot of things piss me off in the episode. Other, So I would probably give it like a six and a half, seven. But I love that you're so real. <laughs> 
what would you give it? I th- I was literally gonna say seven, and I was like thinking yeah. in my head, I'm like, that's a little generous uh, because yeah. of all of the things I didn't like. So I I'm with you on the six and a half. I'm with you okay. on the six and a half. Okay. Uh, six and a half to seven. Six and a half to seven. Depending, yeah. some people may be excited about some of the things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting into getting into the episode. Uh, let's start with cam um you know what i have said this ad nauseum but it's rest assured now is that you can't have nate and keisha in an episode together is what i'm figuring out (laughs) not they're only gonna they're only gonna allow it for like maybe the mid-season and not even that because nate wasn't there during the mid-season so they're only gonna have it during major episodes where they're together in an episode and that has been something in season two that i've just been very confused about About. yeah Mm -hmm. because they have one of the strongest relationships on the show so it was just very interesting that they're it's you know it feels like that's going to be a trend line because they only have what like three four more episodes left um so yeah so yeah it's uh we gonna see we gonna see um but anyway cam i was excited about this did not have a storyline with keisha is what i was gonna say uh and it was all about you know his line brothers missing rehearsals and dragging and jr's upset ends up telling jr like you got to treat me like everybody else um and i keep forgetting this guy's name <laughs> who's like with jr oh, the backup and, guy yeah, yeah and kk yeah. yeah but he basically is holding a separate line and i i assume that means that he is giving some of the line different responsibilities excluding cam i didn't know if it was just cam or every like other guys as well but excluding cam from the line having them do other things jr finds out gets really upset um and you know ends up kicking everybody off the team but then can stands up for him so the line is saved but the dude the dude is kicked off by j kicked off um the team um, by jr so what did you think of that whole storyline Okay, so this is, like, one of the storylines that is, like, okay, what is going on? Like, I know what the writers are trying to do and tell the story of kind of what it's like to be on a Fred and um, those types of things. But it's the overdramatic of JR that... Yeah, like, what? (laughs) That, like, literally I, like, don't understand that he should understand, Um, like that's the part that kind of gets to me every time like jr okay you're showing cam favoritism because he's your friend it's the same reason why they tried to say that the dinner at amir's house couldn't happen right and so the line doesn't like it your little i don't know what they call i'm not in a sorority so but the guy that you're talking about who had been hosting the other line right he already feels like he can't trust cam now because Cam basically was getting special treatment. It came back that they were injured. And so now he had to adjust the way he does it. Um, I know for a split second, um, I thought that Cam and JR plant that little scene to get Cam back on the same page with the line. Like, oh, because, you know, they really didn't finish their conversation. They kind of just cut it off. Like, oh, well, who said it? And then, boom, the scene ended. And then a couple scenes later... They yeah, show I you. Was, <laughs> yeah, I ahead. was really confused because um, I was just wondering, like, what <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like, what did 
what happened? Like, I know that they were having a separate line, but how did JR find that out? Um, How, like, what is this separate line that they were having? Why was it injuring players? Like, was this regarding JR trying to make the line more uh, better, right? They had that whole conversation with Gabby a couple episodes ago about not being too tough, not breaking them down, right? So was this the other guy breaking them down? Like, we just, that's um, one, if I could have one critique about homecoming, Mm-hmm. that would be it is that it's just like they just cut these scenes yeah. that are crucial right like right. i get annoyed when scenes are cut on all american <laughs> and i you know what i mean but generally i feel like you could get the story so, like you right could get the story. yeah but homecoming just cuts crucial <laughs> yes. scenes that i'm so confused about and this is going all the way back to season one beginning of season one when it's just like okay we had this whole storyline about simone being in the dorms and suddenly in an episode everything's fine like she's back in the dorms and there was no explanation <laughs> whatsoever uh-huh. and it's just like four and it's like you can you know you can suspend your disbelief i'm i'm fine with that i'm cool with that but it's just like things like this to your point where it seems like this is all dramatic and sort of no payoff because we don't get the full weight of right. that story exactly and i think that's like one of those scenes that why it was a 6.5 for me yeah i just was like what's going on it's like it was too much guessing for me like I'm, yeah i'm trying to put to, i don't know okay <laughs> you know what and i love that you said too much guessing because <laughs> my, my friend kai would make fun of me for this transition i'm about to do but too much you know who we don't need to guess about who? marcus and amara mm. marcus and amara mm. <laughs> here <laughs> i want to go home oh <laughs> uh, see and this is what's so funny about them okay so i just want to throw this out here one thing that i don't like is that right after um Zeke, yeah keisha kind of addressed her about her dad and so forth they kind of like then go right in the mark. Like, it's like, why can't anybody just be in a happy, <laughs> happy relationship, please? Oh, all American yeah. does not do happy relationships like yes. that. <laughs> um, Because for a split second, I was like, okay, because actually I'm probably one of the very few. I like Amir and Marcus and that's just me. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. But I don't Kick like you that. off this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't like this idea that like when kids get involved, like I know Keisha's not a kid, but she's still his child. Um, and they, it's just, it's hard now for me to even root for you guys because now she knows and I just, I can't, it's so hard, but I did like them. I did like them. But, <laughs> I am infamous for like never having liked them from the beginning. Didn't see it. Didn't feel the chemistry, nothing like uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, ad nauseum have talked about this. I'm going to be fair uh, to their story for a second. Keisha mm-hmm. um, and they've just got her involved in the episode before and now going straight back into Marcus and Amara. It's also like this was sort of underrated and I didn't really catch it the first time I watched it. But Marcus could be having a manic episode? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> And so he's doing all of these things, saying all these things to Amara. Meanwhile, he could be having a manic episode. Uh, And so he's 
sort of making these grand gestures because Mm -hmm. that could be the case. And now Amara, I think what I really struggle with is like how Amara is taking all of this. So it's just like, are you into Zeke at all? Because if that's not the case, like if we recall earlier in the season, like she's, she's the one who wanted, uh, to push their relationship yeah. forward. Yeah. That's <laughs> so why I was like, is that gone now? <laughs> I'm confused. Like, I know she said that she wasn't playing any games, but I mean, after that, it seemed if they've still been talking, that was the other, that was the other <laughs> thing is that we assumed that they had dropped the storyline because she said like, yes. you know, I'm not playing any games. And so we were right. like, okay, they're done. Mm-hmm. Only to come find out last episode, they still been talking, I guess. And she's like, oh, we've been talking for months. And so I'm like, <laughs> so you still were, dating him i guess but now you're like in love with marcus even though you told marcus you know this was closure like all all of the stuff that happened in season one with him like Like, and i think that's the thing for me and that's why it was easy to be like oh okay what's going on with marcus now because it just like got quiet for a long time it was just like okay well i guess they're not talking anymore (laughs) Like, they're not really... That was the closure of that, right? And so, I was like, oh, so Marcus is back. Which, by the way, people, I want to say I really think is unhealthy, right? That back and forth type of thing they keep doing that it seems like they've been doing since they it were in college. <laughs> since they it were is- in college. But um, I do want to say that I do think some of that then plays to his mental health, that she's then not responsible for though either so it's so hard for me to like i just don't know her and zeke always seemed so weird for me because it came out of anywhere like i was like what see i I peeped it they had really they had the tension they had the tension yeah yeah i I never did i never (laughs) did i said this is the weirdest couple i've ever seen no i loved it um but the thing is the thing is, at this point, it's not even about Zeke for me because I feel like, again, I was, even though I'm a Zeke and Amara shipper, <laughs> I, when this came back up last week, yeah. in last week's episode, I was just like, I really thought that they had abandoned the whole thing. They were just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. We're like dangling the carrot or whatever in front <laughs> of your face. And then we took it away. We took it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, I was fine with them taking it away. But then to like put this back, in our face to immediately say Marcus is deciding to tell her he loves her again. It was just weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. And strange. And then for her friend who was funny, right? Show these young hoes how we do it. It's very <laughs> funny. But, um, her friend saying like, Marcus is the risky choice, which sure. But Marcus is very safe. Like, I don't think of Marcus as risky. Like, sure, he has his mental health stuff, but I wouldn't, yeah. like, describe that as risky. I think he's a very safe choice. Me too. If anything, he is the safest choice. choice. I don't think Zeke is a safe yeah. choice. Yeah. But they try to paint him that way. And I'm like, I just, I'm just not picking up what y'all are putting down. Story. Yeah, I definitely. Now, Lexi, I will agree with that, like, wholeheartedly. Like, he is definitely the safest choice. Hence why she feels more comfortable going back to him, right? Mm. And so, yeah. Preach. Preach. You're absolutely right. I just don't know what they're doing. They just don't want to see them happy. Any couple. They want them all to just, I don't know. Uh, Any Any couple, any couple. Uh, But, so that was 
that was that. Marcus ends up saying that he's going to fight for her and she says that she wants them, which, you know, if you ship, I am friends with many a folk who ship Marcus and Amara. Um, c- congratulations to you. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to you. Yeah, yeah um, that was the only, I don't know. It's still weird because she's still with Zeke. So it wasn't like I could just be yeah, happy Yeah, and it's like, is them. she going to break yeah, up with him now? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see her keep playing them both so we get just, um, I, mean, I would not. Serious. I would not. No, 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 to get Amara doing something that's not St. Amara for once. Well, yeah, that too. But how I, I so I feel bad then, like I, I mentioned earlier, and I know she's not a kid, but Keisha in the mix yeah, of uh, yeah, all sure, of that. Sure. She's clearly still dealing with, like, whatever her trauma loses her Which mom. Is, like, yeah. why would you introduce that? <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> and so, like, to do that and then have the friends involved. Oh, my goodness. It but just... isn't that perfect for Amara, though? Like, I just, like, because everybody looks up to her and everybody, oh, yeah. you know, it's just like, you're the best thing since sliced bread. And you're well, they're the also saint. bad. You at... always do the right thing. Yeah, but all of them are actually really bad at treating each other like they're human. So if she was Ooh. to do that, I think that they will put they put her on such a high pedestal that they would not be able to say it would oh, come crashing. Yes, it would come crashing. No, and I think we need to see that. I don't know. I just think um, I think Amara need, and I don't want to use the word humbled because I don't think that's what she <laughs> needs. But I to your point, I think that she needs to come off the pedestal like she. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. in this entire universe of characters, I'd say she's probably the best, right? She yeah. always has everybody's best intentions at heart. Um, we, we've never even heard her sniff a scandal. And the one <laughs> scandal she did sniff was just that people were coming for her because she was trying to do the good, like a good thing when she was young. Like, come right, on. Right, right. Come on. We don't want perfect characters. And not to say she's perfect, but you know what I mean? She's pretty close to perfect. Right. She's pretty close to perfect. So just something, maybe not, you know, juggling the two guys at the same time, but something to, to get her off the pedestal and and, and just like make her a little bit more um make her a little bit more flawed just a little bit more flawed right right we'll Whew. see we'll yeah see. we will <laughs> someone who is very flawed willinda <laughs> Okay, yes. Let me hear what you have to say first. Let's let's talk about her in this campaign and Yeah. So her and Nate end up having a campaign event at the same time and number one, I gotta get this out of the way. How did Simone hear them their whole conversation coming out of the elevator? I don't know. It was a little too fast for me. She literally came straight we heard the elevator ding and she was like, Why don't you guys both have like the why don't you both have the, the campaign event here? And it was like, how did you hear that? I don't think you could get that whole conversation from that two seconds that you stepped out of the elevator. But essentially, they're both running for president and, you know, having Mm -hmm. their campaign events simultaneously after listening to Simone's advice. Um, Lion's Den, which Mm -hmm. is the Christian group on campus, uh, is also in attendance, the Lion's Den president. And you know, Nate and Walinda end up finding out that they are both people of faith. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, Willinda is Willinda, right? And she's talking some mess about hypocrites and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's, it's, here's my problem with people <laughs> like Willinda. <laughs> and I know a few of them. And I think it's like, mm-hmm. this is something that is prevalent uh, in mm-hmm. black churches. I was like, going to say, you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> If you weren't, I was, but <laughs> no, yeah, no, it is prevalent in the black church. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I can't fathom, you know, her whole conversation about and her whole sort of diatribe about, uh, I like hypocrites. I can't stand hypocrites yeah. and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's just like, do you not hear yourself and you're talking about being open and welcoming mm-hmm. and accepting and showing none of those values in the way that you're behaving. So it's so funny that you say that because <laughs> that was literally my thought when I first like heard her. Like and I'm just and it's like you said, you deal with it all the time. Like I mean I can say I deal with it all the time. That's why my job, we fight for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, <laughs> we, and we talked about this before. Yeah, we're both yeah, in DEI. Yeah, so for me, when I hear people, and like you said, unfortunately for me, which is very interesting, it's usually a lot of Christians that yeah. consider themselves Christians that have such a hard time accepting others and want to call other individuals hypocrites. Yeah. Um, and it's funny cause I'm going to just speak a little off for a second. I, this is probably my first year. I actually read the Bible myself. Right. And some of the stuff I'm reading, I'm like, well, y'all hypocrites too, because y'all do this, this and that. And, this, and, that, and, like, that. and that is the, <laughs> that's so interesting. You said that. Yeah. Grew up in, grew up in church. My grandfather's a pastor. Yeah. And I've read the Bible several times mm-hmm. uh, not to make this a competition <laughs> no, no, no 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 yeah um, but to your point i was looking to Willinda embody- embodying this character it's just like uh, think about the think about the speck in the moat right <laughs> <laughs> i just you're you're griping about a speck in somebody else's eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have a whole beam mm-hmm. in yours. Mm-hmm. And for folks who might not get that analogy, it's basically saying, like, yo, it's the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> it's the pot <laughs> calling the kettle. Basically, yes. Black. Um, but, but one yeah. thing I can say that All-American Homecoming does, and All-American... Is that what they try to do is take an individual that you might see in the real world and bring them to life in the show. Yeah. Right. And so that's literally what her character was trying to portray. Agreed. Like how crazy Agreed. you guys sound when you say this stuff yeah. <laughs> out loud. Like, do you hear yourself? Maybe if you see yourself on TV and you hear it back, maybe, just maybe. Um, Something yeah. will just a little bit exactly and i love to your point i love this conversation about they had this conversation about faith and that Mm -hmm. folks can go to different churches right right Um, Mm -hmm. and um 
I just think that was an important thing. And obviously the way that it ended is that Belinda was just like, I just want Faith to be more openly talked about on, on right. campus. And they ended up working together, which I was happy about, right? She, she, she joins her campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has ideas straight out the gate, right. <laughs> straight out the gate. <laughs> um, and so I'm glad that they did bring it back together on this point mm-hmm. about Faith. But also, I don't know. I just, Willinda bugs me anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, she is not one of my favorites. And so I not wasn't at shocked at all by the conversation. Um, but like you said, I did like that they, number one, because we just spoke on this, how they'll just let scenes drop, that they yeah. circled back and they allowed us to kind of see that whole process. Instead, we're like, well, where are the other candidates, right? We kind of yeah. saw that get addressed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with um, it. <laughs> and to show just how... Oh, open and accepting Nate is as, yes. as well. Yes. Very, very, very open. And that's something consistent about her character. Yes. And I love that they consistently show that. Like, consistently. Mm. Yeah. And she's funny. Um, <laughs> yes. Hilarious. Um, we might got some problems after when we get further below, but <laughs> for now. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, right. oh, We're getting back to, to it. To we're getting that. back to it. I try to forget that. Um, <laughs> us hyping hyping her up before we get to the um, midterms midterms I'll start with Damon's first he fails his stats test um, Cam gives him some advice about grief and you know he's just like oh I don't want to use my grief he ends up talking to Amara about it the whole kinesthetic learner thing they're always going to insert something you know, multiple episodes where it's just like, we have to, we're going to educate on college, right? <laughs> like, I'm a kinesthetic learner. Maybe I need to take the test a different way, which I think is excellent. Like, I think it's really good that they do that. Um, and so ends up helping Nate actually with the polls, the polls, which is why, you know, Willinda overheard, like now um, they, there is a ranked choice. So Nate is actually pretty close up to, to Nico. Um, so Damon does that for his stats test um, after talking to Amara, who, by the way, right, told him to be honest about his feelings um, in just in general. Right. It was about his dad's death and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but anyway, turns out into a presentation and passes his class. But this whole journey that he was on basically makes him figure out that uh, he did not kiss Simone out of grief. Mm-hmm. did not kiss him on out of grief and that he just needed to figure out a way that worked for him to pass his test because uh, he didn't fail his test out of grief either simultaneously Simone has this story about midterms and she has to resubmit her public health paper um, while she's trying to figure out this yard yak post about a uh, woman athlete uh, or a what is it a uh, guy athlete coming out, out of a woman yeah. athlete's uh, <laughs> bedroom which is you know yard yak it's like the what's the oh, yik yak yik yak is the real life alternative yeah. to that yeah. <laughs> um and so she's trying to figure it out she ends up confessing to her line sisters her line sisters end up confessing to her yeah <laughs> <that> they <laughs> have also messed up which i love yeah um but it ends up not being about her it ends up being about some girl zoe who actually uh, outed herself mm-hmm. um she sounded super familiar and please audience if you know who this girl sounded like it sounds like another young black actress and i 
just for the life of me could not remember who this girl <laughs> sounded like who played zoe who played this yeah. girl that you was talking about herself on or said i it's me on yak so or yard yak so somebody tell me who that is if i don't figure it out for myself first <laughs> but she also tells simone that she needed to be honest about what she wanted with mm-hmm. the guy and this also like prompted simone about right. her feelings for damon right it's so interesting that they had these simultaneous things. Oh, they always do you. these parallel stories. Well, yeah, they always do these parallel stories with Simone and Damon. Oh. And this one is like, how much more parallel could you get? Yes. Like midterm problems. Right. Like they were the only two who had midterm problems. <laughs> Obviously, it was just like Damon trying to figure out what was going on with him. Simone trying to figure out what was going on with this yard yak post and right. also with the public health thing. And <laughs> here we go against the backdrop of this that was the backdrop of it but really what they were struggling to understand was their feelings about the kiss so damon talks to jr about it simone talks to nate about it um and nate a couple of times says like what about thea and you know simone says i'm not even friends with thea and (laughs) if we're being real she broke up with him and I want to throw out there, and I'm I shouldn't I'm not gonna name any names. Something very similar happened to me in high school, <laughs> where no. this girl who was on my track team literally started dating my ex, who was doing the most, just trying to show up to my school. And I was like, hold up, what? <laughs> like That's he crazy. knew, like he knew she knew, right? And then she wanted to talk to me, like, oh, I wanted to talk to you about it first, girl. Bye. Girl, bye. I don't even want it. <laughs> like, so for me, like when Simone said that, I literally died laughing because you were like, yeah, yeah. about 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 Thea. Yeah, about like, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is that like it's it's and the, the weird thing is is like I don't know if the show has defined it. Like, I am totally comfortable with Simone saying like. I'm not friends with Thea. I'm not friends with Thea. But it's like, I also feel like they have her flip-flopping in a way. Like, obviously she's saying the words out of her mouth that she's not friends with Thea. But I almost feel like it was a bit of a different story last season. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like she said that last season. So, obviously the things that happened, and Thea was mad out of pocket. I still don't, I still mm-hmm. don't think that she has given a proper apology to Simone for what she did. Right, right. Number one. Um, but it, I just like the show is teetering this line and they have like Nate and JR saying like what JR said, what sometimes friends with the, uh, and Nate being like, and I know you said, I'm not worried about her, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I know that you are worried about her. So it's like, it's, they're not clearly defining what that status is between Simone and Thea. And that's bothers me (laughs) well and so what's interesting um i think nate had like told simone and i don't know verbatim but basically was like you want to tell the people who should know before they find out right um yeah and i thought that uh then simone was going to tell thea like i thought that was the person in which we were talking about about but then next thing i I know it was the line sisters yeah oh yeah yeah it was the line sisters and i'm like 
oh, I was thinking Thea the whole time because at the end of the day, her and Thea in the previous episode had just talked, like prior to the kiss, talked about what she should do for Damon and so forth. Like you said, kind of teasing this friendship. And so I was like, oh, so she's going to tell Thea. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) What? I'm so glad that you brought that up because something that I've been saying and I, it feels like almost frustrating to be talking about this for the third week in a row. <laughs> but something that's been on my mind lately is just like to our greater point about picking up and dropping stories. Yeah. Um, it's like we don't know. To your point, you didn't even know if she was. She's referring to her lies, sisters. You think she's referring to Thea? Yeah. A couple of episodes ago when Lando was talking about, oh, it's because you can't trust your lion sisters because about wh- what happened with the tennis players. And everybody's like, we thought you were talking about L.A. Like, yeah. oh, we, don't, we don't know where Simone's head is at. And I feel like that's a problem. Yes. Like, yes. We can't tell who she wants to confide in from one moment to the next. Mm-hmm. And this is and I think. I think particularly it's been an issue in the last three episodes. Like, I don't think this has been a, even a season long thing, but I don't know what it is about the past couple episodes in particular Mm -hmm. where they're just not making it abundantly clear. Right. Right. Like who Simone wants to confide in, like who, who Simone's goal is. Her aim over the course of the past couple episodes have been her line sisters. Right. But also it was like, at some point it was like her tennis team as well. So it's just like, when are these things changing? And like, how can we mark those boundaries more clearly to understand Simone's character and like where she's going as a character to and then to believe these things when we like hear her and again I 1000% believe her where she's just like I'm not friends with Thea but then you have all these other people saying in the show "Mm." that's not true yeah (laughs) yeah what yeah I like and so for me that's why the ending kind of like in a way irritated me because it seemed like both of them who are usually very indecisive individuals felt oh. like they were very Girl. sure on this one thing. And now the friends have literally taken that away. <laughs> and let's, and let's talk about that because they are indecisive individuals and they do <laughs> a lot considering other people. What did Damon say to JR? Um, he said like, you know, I, wanted to say like i'm doing the wrong thing i'm doing Mm -hmm. the wrong thing but i actually don't feel that way right right um and and it was weird that it was like nate yes of all people put this into motion like we and then nate and jr of all two people right (laughs) because like being co-conspirators for this we can't let this happen to our chosen family we already lost family y'all don't even go to family (laughs) dinner anyway y'all ain't been to family dinner in ages yes that literally that like i don't know you know i'm not a simone and damon lover i I love lando her and lando but if we're gonna go there we need to go there i'm tired i mean i feel like we're back on the olivia and spencer train and i can't take it (laughs) oh not not compared it to (laughs) Bolivia. yes i am and it's like please just let them uh, figure it out 
right at this point um and so that that like you said just to have jr and Nate, like come on like what why what was what? that and it was so rant because it was to your point again we've never seen simone and damon as a character is be more sure of anything uh more be more sure of anything i think than we've seen them in the whole entire season um and the whole entire two seasons right they're always sort of going back and forth they always need um they always just need an extra couple of right minutes right mm-hmm. to think it over mm-hmm. and then to see these people <laughs> who have been with them from the beginning mm-hmm. before Thea was even a factor, right? right? Exactly. Yes. And for as much as so Speaking. many people called them out, mm-hmm. especially Jr. and Nate yes. and Keisha. Keisha's not included, but like Jr. and Nate, because they were the ones that did this thing. Both of y'all have told them at some point in time. Oh, I know you think about Simone, right? Yeah. Oh, I know you think about Damon, right? So to see that, yes. and then unilaterally decide we can't let this ruin our friendship because we're selfish and we even though we don't even like what's the last time y'all checked on Thea or like anybody (laughs) else right like I don't know you're just deciding at random to be like oh we can't let this happen right you know they need to be there for us first and foremost like what I don't know it was it was just weird and I'm so glad you brought that up like I'm so glad you brought that up because that is literally key Right. Like if anybody was to go back and let's just say they wanted to binge all American homecoming for like a week or whatever, they would literally see how they just swapped. <laughs> like, yeah, they literally swapped in a matter of a couple well, it was more than a couple, but some episodes. And so it's just like, hold up. What? Why? Why? Why are you guys doing even this in, to us? Even in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Nate was like, oh, this is juicy. Yes. Damon. Oh, it's Damon. Yes. Oh, and so. Yes. What? When they realized it was real, I guess they were like, I got to put a stop to this because I don't want that. them to. But mm-hmm. I don't even think, I feel like it was such a false thing to say, I don't want to let them ruin the friendship, mm-hmm. um, their friendship, Damon and Simone's. I think it was, again, more about the extended chosen family that they talk about, which, again, is like, if we're being honest, sort of kind of fractured already. Like, just mentioned, right? Like, they and Keisha are hardly in the same episode anymore. They haven't had family dinners for a very long time. When they do have family dinners, it's, you know, it's not even the full entire group. And uh, so part of the re- the person that they kept bringing up, Thea, is not even at family dinners majority of the time. So it's like, <laughs> what? Yes. what are we doing? The people who are, like, there more often than not, Damon, Jr., Simone, uh, and then... Keisha and Nate sort of interchangeable uh, interchangeable last season they were there more together and then everybody else is sort of just like if they have an episode where they're invited they have an episode where they're invited right I don't know it just it really it really bugged me as well because again once again this has been from the very beginning yes like and and this is where something that I feel very strongly about is that there has always, 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 always been something romantic with them underneath Simone and Damon's interactions. Mm-hmm. So they're acting like they're they've been friends for twenty years, and this would ruin their friend. Like what? No, they've known each other. This is the first year 
are y'all at college? Like they've known each other a semester and a half. Why are you plotting like the the, the chosen family that you've had for two decades? Right? right. Is at risk now. Like, right. No, so what? you know what's funny? So there's two things. So I love that you said that at one point you said about how it's real now, right? Like, and so I, that's why I say what I think all American is kind of good at trying to show how some people may react to certain things. Um, because it is funny, right? Like they, it was juicy, right? Like Nate said, it was juicy. So they like it when they, it, it's just juicy news that they can talk about, right? Like, oh, yeah. you got the hots for him, but where it might be, I actually love him. It turns into a whole nother conversation. And yeah. so, um, that and is, what did Damon say? He, he said, um, you know, I think she's the one. Which right. Is, whew, major. Yes. Can't, can't look over and that. And so speaking of that, so that was one thing. So like, so, okay, how can I say this? With the JR statements, the way they cut them, one thing that he said I was okay with, but I just don't like the approach. And so by that, what I mean, I think he said something like, you just want to be careful with how you guys started, right? So do you, when you look back at it, do you really want to have the memory that you might second guess it because you were going through whatever you may be going through, right? And, but I still don't like that they're plotting on not having them together, right? I think that that's good advice, right? Um, I know... Um, and I'm telling like all my business today, but I'm trying to relate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to relate it to how I think all American does with people. My best friend got killed, um, in 11th grade and the, I had broke up with a guy, but then we ended up getting back together because of that grieving period and him being kind of like how Simone was for Damon. And so you, and we were in a good relationship for a very long time. Right. But when I always go back now and look at it, that's where it began. Right. It is mm-hmm. tied now to a grieving moment. Um, and so that for me is why that part stuck out. But other than that, I don't like the plotting, <laughs> especially yeah. as a fan of like, I love the show, right? It's, it's frustrating as it is to watch it. I do love the show. Um, Same. But to like keep teasing us now. I, all right. I had enough. No, you said I'm done with the writer. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I think my big thing is you know, that's, that's life. And I feel like that's almost what the writers are trying to point out with this yeah. story mm-hmm. is that it wasn't Simone and Damon really pushing this, that it was really Jr. and, and Nate plotting mm-hmm. to push this. Um, mm-hmm. But to that point about the whole grief conversation is sometimes that is life, right? Like right. to your point, And just cause you use yourself as an example, that was your life that you right. went through. And sometimes that is the case. And, right. you know, you can't, timing isn't always perfect. And I think that's, that's been Simone and Damon's whole thing is that their timing isn't perfect. And I don't think their timing ever will be perfect. And I think that was them realizing it, but then letting JR and Nate talk them out of that. And you could tell that neither of them, like when they had that conversation at the end, uh, mm-hmm. where it was just like, oh, it's just because I was comforting you, da 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 um they both wanted the other to be like no actually right this is ridiculous now we getting together and you saw both of their disappointment <laughs> when none, none of that happened it's just like because y- y'all just heard the people say be honest and now you're not being honest <laughs> like I so just... all american i'm gonna have one suggestion because i'm starting to blame you you guys are showing that people should not trust and listen to their friends and we do not want that oh <laughs> 
to be the storyline. People should still well, maybe, listen to their friends who have good advice. Maybe Keisha will come back and talk some sense. Because after this episode, I like tell my best Cam friend. isn't a hater. Cam isn't a blocker. Cam is not. And I love how they have made his character evolve. But he's not a hater and not a blocker. He would have been pushing for them to. Yeah. He would have been like, oh, it took y'all long enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's. The episode. That's, that's, that's the episode. Um. <laughs> thanks for listening uh thanks for listening to this portion and stay tuned for our predictions 